0: Welcome to Five Friday Feedback on the Five Guys Podcast, where we recap key takeaways from our most recent episode in order to help cement the information in your mind. We'll also be providing insights to burning questions from our community members in the viewer mailbag. Remember, the Five Guys Podcast is your trusted source for
1: all things financial independence, and we're thrilled to have you here with us on this journey. So whether you're listening while commuting, at the gym, or just relaxing at home, we're here to provide you with the knowledge and inspiration you need to achieve your financial goals. Fly Guys is a podcast dedicated to providing general information and insights on a wide range of wealth-related topics. The views and opinions expressed in this
0: podcast are those of the host and guests and do not constitute personalized financial advice. The content provided in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. It should not be considered a substitute for professional financial advice. Your financial situation and goals are unique, and the information provided here may not be applicable or suitable for your specific circumstances. We, the host and the guests of The Fly Guys, are not acting as your financial advisor. We are not
1: aware of your individual financial situations, risk tolerance, or investment objectives. Any decisions or actions you take based on the information provided on this podcast are your own and made at your own risk. I may be a financial advisor, but I am not your financial advisor. And now that the lawyers are happy, let's get started.
0: Welcome back to the Five Guys, hosts Chris and Dom. Uh, I almost did it. <laughs> almost, almost did it, did it again. Did it again. <laughs> almost Chris and Dom. Chris, Dom. There we go. <laughs> i here to guide you on your journey to financial independence. And in this episode, we explore the money date. It is a potential game changer, really, in your relationships and wealth-building strategy. So let's take turns and talk about money. Let's... That's not what it says. No, that's, that's not what, what it says at all. Tempting to restart the whole pod, but I will not. Let's turn money talks into reasons to celebrate, grab your favorite drink, and join us for an insightful episode. We run it live. We're doing it live. I wonder what drink they're getting this time. Yeah, what do we drink. Yeah. But today we're going to be doing a five
1: Friday feedback as of our conversation that was on Monday, yep. which is all about the money date, which is really about just how do we set the framework for couples to be able to sit down and actually talk about money and dollars and cents and things that are going on in their lives without it being a confrontation, without it being a negative talk. Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, the way that people have been modeled here in America and pretty much everywhere, yeah. whenever we're talking about money, it's always a confrontation. It's always a, you screwed up. And you will pay. And you will pay for debt. Yeah. And I'm here to say that that doesn't have to be that way. We can have a nice conversation about money. And money can even be a facilitator to having a stronger
0: relationship rather than being that dividing force that it typically is. I love that. I think this is a podcast anybody and everybody needs. Mm-hmm. So let's get right into it. Even if you're not in a relationship. Yeah, we talked about that last month. Even podcast. if you're not in a relationship, this is still something positive to do. If you're a single stream being, you know, you can still go on a money date. Yeah, because the money date,
1: while it is a date talking about money, the real reason for it is just to put a positive connotation with money. Yeah. Because that's the biggest challenge for most people in life, and especially for couples, is that money is always a source of division. But I'm here to say that it can be joyful and money needs to be emphasized as this builder of things that brings us together because money is just a tool. Yes. And we always look at this tool as if it's an evil tool, but it's not. No. We're assigning meaning to it. Yes. And you can assign positive meaning by getting your emotions around it as this is positive, And the money to just helps that. That's why even individually, it's good to do.
0: I love that. I love that. I think that's super smart. I love the tool analogy. That's always my favorite analogy with money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a hammer. It is. It you is. You can build a house or break a thumb. Or both. so what's what's next yeah so I mean we're just going to make sure that we're
1: having a joyful conversation so I say we go ahead and just revamp or talk about exactly what we talked about last time love it how are we going to actually have a money date how am I going to how are we going to model out what a good conversation around money could look like and not have to basically get into a fight with your partner every time yeah you got that right I mean how many times have we thought about like mom and dad having a conversation around the table talking about money and rather than it being something like Hey, what did you love about last month? What can we do to make sure that we're living the best life together? Mm-hmm. It becomes this fight of like, you screwed up. You spent too much money. Accusatory. Blaming. Yeah. Very negative, hostile. Both sides are now getting defensive and they're backing into their corner. No and progress made. Zero progress gets no made. Progress. In fact, it probably is worse because now we're leaving the conversation upset with one another. And we're probably drudging up other things. Yeah. That have
0: nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Yeah. So let's get... Are we gonna talk about in depth, uh, like the different categories, like the five-minute segments? I say we should. Okay. I think, like,
1: okay. think it'd be a yeah. good idea. We can just run it through fashion. Let's last. It. It's always, I mean That's what Five Friday Feedback's all about, right? Mm-hmm. Cementing it in our mind. 100%. So first off, you know, this is a money date. So what I always like to do is set up a time on the calendar. You know, it doesn't have to be a month in advance, but at least a few days in advance of saying that okay. we're going to have time dedicated, but we're just gonna talk about money. We're gonna, have a, or not money, but we're gonna talk about our relationship with money as the facilitator mm-hmm. of that. Definitely not something you wanna spring on someone, mm. no. No, you shouldn't be like, hey, I, I really just wanna have a nice dinner with you, and we're just gonna talk about, you know, we're just gonna go out and have dinner, and then we're sitting there and be like, gotcha, money day. Gotcha, son.
0: played, <laughs> congratulations,
1: <laughs> you played yourself. Yeah, just played yourself, I got this spreadsheet. Here, <laughs> t- tell me, look
0: at, these, look at this stack of receipts, what happened here? Yeah. Why is there so much money spent at Target and Starbucks? Explain <laughs> this, please. Yeah, interesting that's not how you should do it no definitely not. definitely not so yes, not come out and just straight up attack you no know, I'm going to not... give you the sample
1: agenda to make sure that we highlight the purpose of e- and I'm going to highlight the Perfect. purpose of, of each section in order to show you the benefit of them and how we can make this conversation not be confrontational it's a nice one I love it. I like to do mine in person or in... In person, in person. yes. In yes. person, yes. not, not, a, not over Zoom. That's good. Um, but at a public place, we like to go out to dinner because now we can just kind of separate from ourselves, be outside of the house. Detach a little bit. Detach a little bit, and I
0: don't have to clean up dishes afterwards. Yes. You know, um, for me, I love to go to this sushi restaurant down the road. Oh, yeah? And do this money date thing That's with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. That's what I, It's what I usually do. Some... Genius investor told me this. Yep. Yep. It works every time. It works every time. From Monday's episode. Yep.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah. So the first five minutes of the conversation, all we're going to do is celebrate. Celebrate our wins. Celebrate the things that we love. What is positive? What is fun? And we're really going to set the tone of the conversation as a good one rather than a confrontation. Because how do most conversations about money start if we ever talk about money? Bad. 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 It's always bad. Most of the time, it's, why did you do this? I saw this charge come through. What the fuck are you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's always negative, always accusatory, always you versus me mm-hmm. or you versus the team mm-hmm. and it's just not great. Yep.
1: So instead of that, we're going to start the conversation with a nice question like what did you love about this past month? what'd you love about this past month Chris? what'd you love about it? what did i love about this past Ooh, month Ooh, oh, oh. i love how good the weather has been and allowed me to go out every day and get in miles walking around without freezing my butt off that is nice that is nice or getting it. to the point that it's going to be i'm going to be dying it from the heat so yeah. that's the issue there is that we go from extremes extremes
0: yeah like yesterday i was in the sun i was like it is i'll get cooked out here yep. but in the shade i'm like oh this is
1: great it's so good So first question is, what do you love about this month? Another good question I like to ask is, what's one thing you admire about yourself or what's one thing you admire about me? Okay. Because typically we always focus on the negative, right? Like, hey, this is something you need to fix about yourself or what is something I need to fix about me? Instead, we're just flipping the script and just saying, what's one thing you love?
0: Yes. I love that. We're focusing on gratitude. Keeping it positive. Keeping it positive. Gotcha. So that's the key for the first segment. Mm -hmm. The whole whole time. The whole time. The whole time, really. really. Whole life. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it positive. Okay. And I want to first reintroduce the
1: concept of the wealthy life. Like, what is yes, your please. wealthy life? Because the last question is, what did you realize about your wealthy life? Like, what, what is that? And what a wealthy life is to me is your perfect life. What would be the epitome of wealthy to you? Mm-hmm. Wealthy doesn't need to just be money. You can be mm-hmm. wealthy in time, wealthy in relationships with your significant other, wealthy with autonomy, wealthy with whatever it is that's important to you. Definitely.
0: No, 100%. I think, I know for for me, my wealthy life is having control of my own schedule Mm -hmm. and being able to hang out with friends or record the podcast whenever we need to or want to and just spend time with friends and family Mm -hmm. and and a little bit of traveling, mm -hmm. but also a lot of cooking because I love to cook. Well, good for you. Mine would be to not have to do much cooking, (laughs) traveling and eating out. I love it. Um, I love it. And and that's the difference. Like we're just different. Mm -hmm. And like we talked about last podcast. No, there's no one size fits all. No, no, there's not. Everybody's is different. And in the description of this video or podcast, wherever you're listening or watching from, we're also going to add the show notes Mm -hmm. in, but it's important to customize them to yourself.
1: Yep. Yep. Yes, you should. And the nice thing about what you realize about your wealthy life is that this actually gives us a time that we're going to sit there and talk about what do you envision for our lives together? Mm -hmm. And the way I like to do that is by like asking your partner, what's the perfect day for you in 10 years? Yes. What's the perfect day in 20 years? What's the perfect day in 30 years? And it makes sure, and we're doing this every month, right? Mm -hmm. So as life goes on, you might think right now, like my perfect life is I retire at 40 years old and the rest of my life, I play backgammon or something like that. And that's my goal. But then as you get closer to that that time, you start to say like, maybe that's not my goal. Maybe my goal is something else. But if you and your partner are both still under the impression that this is what we need to do, if you haven't had that conversation at all, which most people do, don't even do. They never have that conversation as to what our goal is together.
0: Now we know that we're changing the goal as life unfolds. Interesting. So I like that. So it's almost like every month you're getting better. Mm -hmm. Every month you're changing and improving and and really growing stronger with your couple yeah it's a compounding effect right yeah
1: it's not we're going to go from you know a we're about to get a divorce to we're good no no, no it's going to be we're about to get a divorce or we're doing, our relationship just kind of on the rocks is okay yeah. so it's getting a little bit better we're growing closer we're going closer and the cool thing about this is money is helping to facilitate that definitely this tool that everyone is afraid of
0: mm-hmm.
1: we are making it a strength for our for our purposes yeah i like marriage
0: it. i like that i like that
1: So five minutes, celebrate. Next five minutes, we're going to review the last month. Okay. And all we're going to do there from there is reflect on the past month. We're going to talk about what we liked, what we disliked, and what did we realize about our wealthy life together? So some questions i like to do from that is, how did last month go? What did you like? What did you not like? And then how did we do on living our wealthy life together?
0: Interesting. Where did we fail? Where did we succeed? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. That's simple enough. Yeah and then
1: sometimes people can say like what i've found for me and my my relationship with my wife is like you know how do we do on living a wealthy life and my wife might say something like i really thought that buying this purse or buying this thing would have brought me more happiness Mm -hmm. but i realize now that it didn't Mm -hmm. so all i can say is okay well now we learned something so maybe next time you have that impulse to buy something to make you feel happy you realize like you can purchase that purse or we can put towards a larger purchase of buying our freedom You know, so we can have all the time in the world to travel and do things. Because something that we've realized is that we really enjoy traveling. We really Mm -hmm. enjoy spending time together. We really enjoy that. We don't really, or I don't really enjoy, and I think she's realizing more and more that she doesn't really enjoy just having a bunch of nice things. Mm -hmm. Because that's taking away from being able to do
0: nice things. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that's part of your wealthy life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that buying nice things is a bad thing. It just means that for your image of what you want from your life, that's just not it, mm-hmm. and that's fair. And things can change too. And things can always change. You know, something You know, maybe in twenty years, you might want a bunch of clothes. Maybe, maybe.
1: And we'll, we'll go. Yeah, maybe we we'll decide like, well, I don't like travel anymore for whatever reason. I just want to stay at home and
0: buy clothes. Yep. My knees hurt. I'm old, and I'm cynical. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: So okay. those
1: are the first ten minutes. The next five minutes. Are there any changes you want to make? Okay. So regarding the last month. Yep. Okay. Remember, this is all building on itself, right? So first gotcha. we're celebrating December to, to figure out, like, we're talking about positive stuff. Okay. We reviewed the last month. Now it's like, what do we need to do to change? Gotcha. And again, from the changing, how can we improve to make sure we're living the most fulfilling life? Anything you'd like to do more of in order to boost your wealthy life, what do you want to do less of? Because in order to do more of something, do we do less of another thing. Because we all only have the same 24 hours in the day. Um, and the other thing is, like, what do you want to maintain?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. What, you know, too hard, too soft just right.
0: Love it. I always love that one. Three little bears. Three little Mm -hmm. bears. Gotta love them bears. Mm -hmm. Yep. So getting on to the next one, I'm curious, because there's been a lot of talking about the future, talking about the past. Mm -hmm. Is this something, I know this is kind of for the first money date, right? So we're not bringing out any spreadsheets, nothing like that. I mean, it depends on you. If you want to bring out a spreadsheet for your first money date,
1: you can. I wouldn't because now we're starting to talk about numbers. We're getting away from the emotional side we're starting mm. to talk about logic. Mm. And then that's usually when things get heated. Gotcha. So I'm saying for these first ones, let's just introduce that we can talk about money and have positive feelings around that conversation where we both leave feeling happy. I like that. Rather than Because if you do this and you hate it, there's a good chance you're not going to do it again. Never do it again. That's smart. Yeah. So then the next point, next five, 10 minutes, we're going to just plan the next month. So let's set specific goals for the next 30 days and strategize together right now all we need to do to achieve them. So a good question for this is how do you want to live our wealthy life over the next 30 days? Okay. And then they might say whatever it is to them. I don't know. It could be, I want to go to the gym. Go to for the gym. For it, yeah. I want to, I just really want to work and bring in as much money as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to do whatever it is. And then the next question would be like, okay, what can we do right now to make sure that happens? like that. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Simple enough. Do I need to schedule a date? Do I need to get a babysitter? Do I need to set some time on the calendar? Do I need to be prepared that you're just not going to be home as much because you're going to be spending more time at work?
0: Yeah. You know, or should I, every night, should I be ready to cook food or what do I need to do for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I know like we talked in Monday's podcast, an example you gave was your wife wants to work out more mm-hmm. uh, because she's been working at her job uh, a lot and just hustling, getting the money and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And one thing that she recommended for you was, like, maybe, like, on certain nights, you could help me, like, have a meal prepared. That way, when I come home, I can go straight to work out and then help with the meal. And it's like, you know, when else are you going to communicate that? Mm-hmm. You know, you can communicate it every any day, but it's nice to have, like, oh, I'll, I'll save what I want to mention to him on our money date. Yep. You know, I like that. And how often does... This is a time where we're going to be positive. How often
1: is it that, you know, you come home from, you can think about it from yourself. You come home and there's no food on the table and it's like, why didn't you make me food? Yeah, why like... is there no food? And now your partner's like, screw you. I yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. But this is, you're setting it up ahead of time and you're both getting on the same page yeah. way before it even becomes an issue. Yeah. And you're not looking to, you're both trying to look at how can I be of service to my partner? Mm-hmm. And we're, getting, we're using money to build our relationship
0: stronger. Yeah. The money is just the tool, the facilitator. I like that. So it's not so much for this first one, um, creating good financial habits. It's so much more like creating a stronger partnership. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. The Stronger the team, the more you can withstand, the better you can communicate, the more you can get done.
1: Yep. And remember that since we, we, we preface this entire conversation as the money date. Mm-hmm. So obviously money is going to be the thing that comes up, but if it doesn't, if we just focus on emotions or whatnot and our other things that don't have to do with money, that's okay. That's good. Money will permeate this conversation because mm-hmm. you've already titled it as the money date. Yeah. But if it doesn't move that way as much as you want, that's okay. Let it go. We have the rest of our lives to make it better.
0: Yeah,
1: it's a one percent better every day. Final question I like to ask during the like planning phase is: What would make this next month perfect? What would make it so special for you? i Remember, you're coming from an act of service and trying to be the partner that your partner deserves, so that way you can be their partner can be the person that you deserve.
0: Yeah i like that that's that's i love that i I was just thinking i'm like man what would make next month better i'm like more ice cream (laughs) it's just are you still making ice cream yourself i'm still making ice cream and it's so good is like is it healthier when you make it yourself or is it just as bad it's it's probably healthier because there's not like preservatives okay because it's just like whole milk heavy cream sugar cocoa powder if you're doing chocolate and a little vanilla extract so it's i mean it's basic items okay yeah it's healthy if you know i don't yeah it's it's like i'm losing calories when i eat it it's kind of like when i eat a cucumber yeah it's it's kind of like uh since i make it and it's it's kind of it's not cheap to make so it's uh and you put a lot of labor of love into it Mm -hmm. i don't eat as much okay like i'll just have like a little spoonful little spoonful i'm like cool i'm done i gotta save this for later but if i got like you know a costco level just drama of ice cream. But it I've was eat, only $3. I can tear through this and not be... I need half of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I must. It's the Costco way. Yes, carry on. So we just talked about, you know,
1: what do we envision for the next 30 days and what can we do to make sure that we're facilitating the mm-hmm. best ways? Um, the next thing we're going to do is let's project this out a little bit farther. What can we do in the next 6 to 12 months to make sure that we are living towards our perfect life? Because it's all taken one step at a time, right? Mm-hmm. In order for us to know where we're going, at the beginning, we already talked about where do we want to be in 30 years. Now we're working our way backwards. Mm -hmm. We just talked about the next 30 days in order to get to that big goal. Next 6-12 months, what do we need to do?
0: A little reverse engineering. reverse engineering. Okay. Because most
1: people, what's their their plan? I'm just going to work. I'm going to hope. And at the end of 60, when I get to 65, social security is going to kick in. And the magic fairy is going to come and just say, you're magically retired. (laughs) And
0: I'm good. Yeah. That's not, hope is not a plan. Nope. It was never a plan. You plan to fail, you failed, failed to plan. plan. Exactly. You, you, you failed to plan, you plan to fail. Exactly. Said it the other way. There we go. We do that sometimes.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so all we're doing is in this next part, we're looking at our larger financial goals. Okay. So for here, what I like to do is I like to really look at my wife and say like, how are we doing on our on our spending goals, mm. on our savings goals? Our spending plan. Our spending plan and, and, our, and our savings goals. Are all these things aligned? So this is where I'm actually busting out this spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. But for you on your first date, I probably wouldn't recommend that right now. Yeah. But maybe if this is your first date, we're actually talking about, are we saving any money? Are we paying ourselves first? Yeah. And are we setting ourselves up for our inevitable future together that we really want to have?
0: yeah i also think like if you don't bring up the numbers and the spreadsheets on the first date and you wait till the second date that whole month if you can and you're smart and you implement what you actually talked about it gives you a good month of like okay we might have been in a bad situation before Mm -hmm. but we're working towards a good situation we're working towards our wealthy life and by the time we get to that month you're like oh you know it's not as scary, yep. you know, like, you know what it's like when you don't know what your finances are and you're like, well, let's open it up yeah. <laughs> in public and let's let's spill our guts to our partner. It's like, wow, that can be a very scary place to be.
1: Yep, especially, the, the, I think the worst part is like this is the first day you ever had, the first time we ever talked about money. And yep. like ever since that point, it's always been bad. We're just overspending. And like the first time we're gonna look at it, we're just in like kind of a shit show. So we had this nice conversation. where We didn't talk about money. Now we're kind of cognizant. In 30 days, I'm going to have to have have another conversation about this. but I want it to go poorly? Mm. What can I do in these next 30 days to make sure that when I have that conversation next time with my spouse, that we're both so proud of what we did? Yeah. I like that. That we're both not just thinking about what's going to make us happy right now, but what's going to set ourselves up to be happy with each other right now and in the future. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. And then final thing, final question. This is the one I love to do is what are you most excited about in the next year? love cooking, Took. cooking more yeah. food. For me and my wife it's always like traveling. Like we have this big plan we're always having, we're always putting trips out like years in advance. We mm. always have something to look forward to.
0: I love that. I'm curious when, I know you guys are eventually going to start a family. Do you think you'll still, I mean not go on as many trips, but do you think you'll still have stuff on the calendar coming out? Uh, we already have a plan that after the baby is born, we're going to go
1: to Kenya. Interesting. With the baby? No. Okay, probably smart. So, you know, definitely not. Yeah. No, uh, the Kenya place, they won't even let kids under the age of six, like, be at the hotel. Lions love babies. Yeah, I mean, Lions <laughs> love babies. Um, but no, I mean, the big reason for that is there's so many parents, I think, that have kids and they they become, like, entwined with them. Like, I can't leave my baby. And yeah. my wife, you want to, like, kind of rip that
0: band-aid off it's quick. It's probably a good idea, yeah. Because yeah. you got to preserve... A couple, And
1: if we we, if we have a plan, we already we already paid the money. It's already in there. We're going to do it. Going, yeah. Yeah. And
0: that baby ain't getting onto that resort. No, 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 sir. Get them lines at the gate.
1: Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So then you know we're projecting into the next six to twelve months, and then the final thing is any open items that we need to talk about. So we're going to address any resolved issues or outstanding matters. Um, and this could be about money this can be about anything it could be hey you snore too much <laughs> and we need to figure this out Yeah. or it could be like hey you're coming home really really late and I want to spend more time with you like, mm-hmm. and what can we do to make sure that you're coming home earlier or do I need to wake up earlier to spend time with you like, yeah. what can we do how can we
0: adjust our schedules so that we're more in tune with each other Because
1: uh. how often is it like hey we're not spending enough time together because you me work and my, or me and my wife we're like completely on separate schedules mm-hmm. I wake up at 4am and I go to bed at like 9 yeah. My wife wakes up at 7 or 8 and then she goes to bed at like 12 but she's also or like 11 or 10. Yeah. But she's also working all day, mm-hmm. not physically gone. Physically gone, not in the house. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I could either complain to my wife and say, you need to start waking up earlier to spend time with me. Yeah. Or maybe I can adjust my schedule, wake up at 6 so that I could be up a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. And we're working together
0: to figure it out. Yeah. And that's tough. That's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. And there is no one size fits all. No. No. But compromise is worth it. And we're actually talking about it. We're actually
1: bringing up these issues because so many people just assume that my partner is a mind reader, and they know that I am struggling with these issues, mm-hmm. and they are not fixing them because they hate me or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than just bringing up the damn thing to your partner. Yeah. And again, we're letting money facilitate that. Definitely. Definitely. So, some things I want you. know, so, so questions for that are, um, you know, what things do we need to resolve, and then now we're going to finalize this conversation and we're going to customize it to us so next month we're not just using the script that we just gave you because this is a script for general people now we need to start to customize it to us to our relationship so now we're just going to reflect on the current conversation that we literally just have or are currently having and how can we make sure we improve it for next time so first question is what did you like about this conversation tonight Mm -hmm. and maybe your partner be like i'm just glad that we're having this conversation Mm -hmm. because there was i was scared about it and here we are and it's nice and we're not fighting,
0: yeah. and we're happy. And we got some good food. We got some good food. Cool. Everything's Hopefully. good. I feel like I like you more. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, um, and you'd probably feel stronger at the end of it. I always do. Yeah,
1: I, I, I can't think, of there has not been many times in my relationship with my wife that we have left this date, you know, not with, like, I love you. Yeah. Even if the conversation didn't go, like, as well as I wanted it to, as long as you come into the conversation, like, trying to understand your partner, not to judge your partner, and to feel that your partner was doing the best they could with the situation they had, And they didn't do anything despite you. They were just, you know, they might have screwed up. And that's okay. We're gonna make it through it together. At least we figured it out now. Yeah. Rather than it being like 40 years in the future, and we're like, wait, we have how
0: much debt? (laughs) True, true. Yeah, Yeah. you definitely don't want things to build. We focus on the positives. Focus on the positives, get things out in the open. And this is like it's a safe place to communicate with your partner. It
1: yeah, you're I mean, it should always be a safe
0: place. It should always be. But this is like an extra, like, this is when. This is like, it's It's almost like a, not open season, but it's like open, open, open whenever, you yeah, know? you can, you can always say stuff here. Yeah. That,
1: that should, maybe that first Monday day should be like, I just need to suspend disbelief. And we're just going to have a nice conversation because if you screw up the first one, it's going to mm-hmm. be really hard for you guys to set it up again. Exactly. And that's why we're really not talking a lot about money in this one. And we're not getting down into the nitty gritty because I know if so many people, they've never talked about money. They've never seen money shown as like a positive thing. If your first conversation is just like balls to the wall, blood everywhere. Like you're not going to do it again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And once you get the momentum of continuing to do the money date, Mm -hmm. the momentum sticks. Yep. It does. It does. And then
1: once you start sticking it out there and you're always doing it, it's great. Um, and then the next final question is like, what do you want to change next time? What do we need to add to this conversation? What should we subtract from this conversation? Should we bring in actual like receipts? Should we bring in tracking? You know, are we using Monarch money, co-pilot, rocket money? Mm-hmm. Can we bring that into the spreadsheets and be like, hey, you know, I'm seeing that, you know, you spent this much over here, I spent this much. Are we okay with that? Are we happy with these things or should we have saved more? You know, there's so many times I'll look at it and be like, oh, I spent this much money um, going and eating out with like somebody. Did I really enjoy that as much as, could I have save that money and yeah, put it towards the gym or something like
0: that? Yeah, or putting it towards your wealthy life. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: You know getting closer to that,
0: yeah.
1: So, some things I want you to notice about this conversation okay. is that we're staying focused yes. on whatever the questions are, we're staying concise, but most importantly, we're staying positive. Mm. We're trying to not judge our partner, and most probably, we are not freaking out if we find something that we maybe aren't super happy with because they come to it from a different money mindset, a different place, a whole different background yep and then these conversations is going to lead out like oh how do you view money like what did mom what did your mom and dad teach you mm-hmm. about money these conversations are going to unbuild that and that we can understand each other even better and money is just a part of life and it's going to be a part of life no matter how much money you have or how much money you don't have so we should start to figure it out and be okay with talking about this tool yeah. that we're both interacting with
0: absolutely absolutely i think um i think this is a great great first step for those people who didn't grow up around money didn't grow up around the conversation of money who aren't comfortable with money who aren't comfortable with bringing up difficult conversations with your loved one or like we talked about or just having this conversation by yourself also very important to get a good financial picture and a good um, way about you when you want to you know get better in life um no i think this is I think this is really actionable stuff. I hope that people take action with it. Yeah, for sure. And these meetings
1: don't need to be long. My no. And my no. wife should normally like 45 minutes to an hour. A normal um, lunch. Yeah, normal lunch, but you know, we just make sure that we do it. And most important is that we're focusing on celebrating. Yeah. We're focusing on a positive context. And we're really trying to make sure that we are building our relationship together. So our action step for this week and was on Mondays was to set up a time to have a money date with your partner. And if you don't have a partner... Set up a time to have this exact conversation with yourself, with maybe a journal where you can write things down and think about that. Because if you start to do it when you're alone, Mm -hmm. you're already starting to build that muscle. So when you bring a partner in, they're going to respect you so much more when you're like, hey, just so you know, I do this money thing where I talk about, you know, how money could be a great tool for the life that I want to live. And I want to bring you in on that. I want to make sure we're on the same financial
0: page. Doesn't get any better than that. Yep. Yeah. I love that. Do we have an action step? We just talked about the action step. It's up to date. Oh okay, never mind. Never mind. I was thinking about something else when you, honest to God, here's what I was thinking about. I, I was like remembering, uh, like when you were saying, like I have this thing that I do with the money date. You should join me. What I was thinking about was on Monday how we said like. I have this thing mm-hmm. I do with the action step or with the money date where it's like, I have a mirror in front of me. Oh, and It's just like, it's like, yeah, I do this money date all by myself. I got a mirror here. I just talk to myself and I'm like, that's what I was thinking about. And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't tell her that yeah. I shouldn't tell her about the mirror in the booth, and all that fun stuff. Wow. But I set up two computers and I have zoom <laughs> on both of them. And then
1: I talk to <laughs> one and I mute it and I do it again.
0: Yeah. I was just like running that through my head. I'm like, Oh man, I'm like, I would love to just walk the cheesecake factory and see that and I'd be like, wow i'm worried yeah yeah. i'm worried that person's crazy (laughs) good lord yeah the the it doesn't get any easier than just adding an event on your calendar Mm -hmm. drop some notes in there questions you want to ask or questions we talked about yeah or just go into our description copy and paste it's bingo easy as that easy as freaking that yeah yeah i mean that's simple yeah you can always reach out to us super simple yeah five guys.com or on the socials yep is there a preferred socials uh yeah definitely do it on youtube or
1: spotify youtube or spotify youtube yeah. or spotify or you can always reach out to chris at minds on or like email the five guys
0: podcast yeah. one we, we do check our email yeah, we do check that is it that time of the week i think it is this is my favorite time of the week well it is five friday feedback email mail by time Whoop whoop. all righty all righty all righty should i leave my job that i don't like but the money is really good mm-hmm. that is today's letter And I'm excited for this one. I've read through it. It's going to be a great one. Dear Fi Guys, I'm so glad I found you two. I hope you guys can help me out. (laughs) That's what we're here for. Me too. Me too. I've been contemplating a significant decision in my life, and I wanted to share my thoughts and seek your advice from someone I trust.
1: I trust you too. I trust you too.
0: Exactly. I'm currently in my late 20s working a job that brings me a substantial income of $225,000 Per year. Dang, good for you. That's good cheddar. Yeah, it's a good cheddar. cheddar. With the potential, hold your seats, with the potential to surpass 500,000 in the next five years. Damn, you can let go. Okay. I find myself in a dilemma though, torn between financial security and personal fulfillment. We know where this is going. Yep, I do. The truth is, I don't enjoy my current job. And there it it is. It's stressful, (laughs) heavily focused on sales, and the interpersonal dynamics can be quite challenging. The only reason I continue to endure this professional strain is the attractive financial compensation it provides, especially for someone in their late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. You don't find that high level paying very often. No, that's definitely a So Yeah. Yeah. Here's where the crossroads appear. On one hand, I could continue down this path, grind out the next two decades. It's a long 20 years, it's a long long time, and potentially retire early with a significant sum of money. The downside, I foresee a long stretch of unhappiness as the cost of staying at a job I dislike. On the other hand, there is an option to transition into a job that aligns with my passions. Ayo. Alrighty, alrighty. However... This alternative comes with a big financial sacrifice, mm-hmm. a job that will only yield 20% of my current income. Hey, hmm. so is that like fifty thousand, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. I wonder what his passions are. Yeah. We'll okay. um, yeah, get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, when it offers, uh, see, while it offers the promise of enjoying my work every day, it comes with an expense uh, of a less extravagant lifestyle and a longer retirement horizon, possibly 30 years. What? Hold huh. on. Yeah, I know. It's, okay, okay. Yep, yep. We'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. I grew up in a frugal household, like most of America. Mm-hmm. But my current lifestyle has developed a taste for non-frugal indulgences. Mm. Mm. Lifestyle creep coming yes, in. Sir, yes, sir. If I opt for the second path, adapting a more modest lifestyle will be challenging. I'm so. And so. <sighs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. As I weigh these options, I find myself torn between financial security and personal Happiness. I know there's no one-size-fits-all answer, but I value your insights and perspective. Have you have have you faced a similar crossroad in your life? And if so, what considerations guided your decision in the, in the decision-making process? Thank you for taking the time to read through my thoughts. Your wisdom means a lot to me, and I look forward to hearing everything on this matter. From, I'm in the grind and the gold does gleam. Chasing wealth or chasing my dreams. Okay, interesting. I like the rhyme. Yeah, I like the rhyme. A lot. That's yeah. what that's what it's all about. So it's all about. Thank you for the rhyme <laughs> and you the uh, rhyme. hope you enjoyed today's podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, no. Let's uh, let's get into this.
1: Yeah. So there's a there's a few different things here. Um, yeah. Um, you know, it's he's got a great job. <sighs> great
0: job. Well, I mean, it, depending it, on where you're sorry, living, sorry, the income is a great. The, yeah. the, the income is. He does yeah. have a great job. The income is great. The income is great i'm curious i wish he, i really wish he would have mentioned this in his description where does he live that's true because 250 where we live that's a great living but 250 say maybe like in new york mm-hmm. or like one of those higher costs of living that might be like the average or minimum or not average still like 250 not, is going to be still a really a good?
1: huge a, okay. really good i mean don't get me wrong like very different, like, Topeka, Kansas versus like New York, yeah. Southern California. But 250 is still a very good amount of money, okay. Regardless okay. of where you are, okay. that's good. With so, the potential for good. half a million, is going to be even better. No, regardless of where you that's are, that's good. Bucarous. Um, so he's trying to figure out like, should I leave my job? There's some mm. math in here that was a little weird, a little bit, because he said like, it's either I grind this job that's making basically let's call it half a million dollars for 20 years, or I take an 80% air haircut, get a job that's fifty thousand dollars, but now I can I don't have to do that for 30 years. Not sure where that's going, um,
0: and that doesn't make sense.
1: Doesn't make sense to at me. all. Uh, the other thing he talked about was the
0: lifestyle inflation. Yeah, so that's a big problem in America. That is. That's that's kind of
1: those hidden things. So let's let's take this up part by part. So glad that you wrote in because I have been in this exact situation. Yes, sir. <laughs> yep. Yes. Where yes. Making good amount of money and saying like and hating life, yep. but sticking with it because like the money is good and. You know, you're told like you're supposed to make a lot of money and that's the way you achieve happiness. It's like, How could you give up on this? this?
0: Every, you know how many people would kill to have this opportunity? Yep, it, that whole type of vibe. That whole vibe. And you think
1: like, well, I'm not, like, I'm wealthy in terms of I have a lot of money, but like I'm not wealthy in, I don't have in like life. good work-life balance. Yeah. I don't love what I do. I kind of hate every day. There's times I'm sitting in my closet getting dressed or I'm like, am I sick? I think I'm sick. I don't really want to go to work today. Yes. I've been there. Um, yeah. And it's not a fun place to be. So a few different things I'm thinking of. First thing I want you to do is reflect on your long-term happiness. Mm-hmm. Like, what is your goal here? Is the goal to achieve financial independence so that we can be happy? Because of what I can tell you there is once you achieve that level of financial independence, like you're not going to be happy. We need to start focus on happiness right now. Yes. And you're thinking very, very black and white in that it's either I stay with this company or I take this other job as mm-hmm. if there are no other jobs in between. Mm-hmm. $50,000, $250,000 is a huge spread. Huge spread. With so many different jobs that you could select in there. I don't understand where he's where he's coming from there. Yeah. The other thing I'm thinking is he's saying, so let's say in a few years he's making half a million dollars. Mm-hmm.
0: Why does he need to work for 20 years? Dude, you could retire. It depends on how, you how, much, want, how some... much you want for retirement, how you want to live in retirement. Because again, the lifestyle inflation mm-hmm. is still there once you retire. Yep. So you got to be careful with that.
1: Yep. So that's why the next thing I'm going to say is you need to evaluate your current lifestyle and either get it under control mm-hmm. or keep it under control to where it is. Yeah. Because the biggest thing, like we've talked about lifestyle inflation so much in hedonic treadmill is you keep on adding more and more and that just becomes a part of your life and you can't unsee your life with those things. Um, it becomes so difficult. And that's why I always say you must be relentless at what you add to your fixed cost. Yeah. Because once you see something in your life, it becomes very difficult to unsee it. You know example for me is we now have a car detailer that comes once a month and cleans both my wife's my wife's and my car and he just came yesterday and my cars look immaculate <laughs> You know, like, that thing's shiny yeah, so shiny <laughs> and it smells so good um, but you know before that my entire life I've always washed my own cars and it was something that gave me like joy when I saw the car clean and like I knew that I did that mm-hmm. but now I don't have to spend time and do it I just pay somebody and you know, it's, it's a good amount of money to have someone come to your house and do that um, and now if someone's be like, "Hey, Chris, I need you to start washing your car again," it's gonna be like, "Oh, but I don't want to." Like, yeah, you know, you, yeah. I can't
0: unsee that. You're your adding life. more troubles into your life. Yep. Where it solved the problem, now I gotta put the problem back. Yep, yeah, I gotta put the problem back, and like I've gotten used to this
1: level of lifestyle. You know, yep. if I've, if I've never tried Kentucky Fried Chicken, I do not miss Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, I like KFC. I and I, I like Jay Cutler's thought on that. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. That's well, true. You know, so I think there's you really gotta get control into that. Like you lived in, so think back. You grew up in a frugal household. You knew what that life was like. Was it terrible? Probably not. I mean, it probably wasn't amazing, but no. I'm sure if you're making 250 now, you've really inflated your lifestyle quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So is there a middle ground that we can find a place that we're between the frugal living and between the current lifestyle that you might be living now?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My biggest fear is that as your income, if you do to choose to stay at this job, as your income rises from 250, it doubles to half a million, your expenses increase from
0: 250 half a million yeah and now we are sticking in this treadmill forever and there yeah. is no escape now you this. can escape mm-hmm. no yeah one thing that i was thinking about when i was going over this notes before the podcast was if he wants to go towards the happiness route more for the fifty thousand dollar job he should start living like he already has the fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollar job and it's like oh i have a thousand dollar gym membership with a personal trainer it's like well that's gonna happen yeah, that's gone. gone that's gone Um, So can you live without that? Can you live without shopping at the most, you know, er, like Whole Foods, stuff like that and start shopping at a, a, not discount, but I'm just like a regular grocery store, you know, something not as expensive and start cutting back on like his subscriptions. Can you even afford to live at that $50,000 level? And that's why I'm saying
1: like, that's, that's why the first two things are reflect on your happiness and then figure out or keep your lifestyle under control because him saying, oh, I can just take this other job and actually be happy. If he's currently living on, shoot, even $200,000, let's just say it makes two fifty. Yeah. We're going to take off some taxes if he's making two hundred. Sure. Let's say he's living on half of that. Yeah. He's living only on hundred dollars He's saving $100,000. You're doing a great job if that's the case. Yeah. But now your thought is, I'm going to take a job that pays fifty, but I'm used to $100,000. You still need to cut your life by half yeah. in order to even consider the option of yeah. taking that $50,000 job.
0: Yeah. And if you're cutting that much, I'm not saying like you shouldn't go towards a happy job. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. But if you're going towards the $50,000 job and the luxuries that you enjoy, it's like, okay, you have a job that you don't like and things that you do like you outside get, of it. Yeah. And now you're just going to switch. You have a job that you do like and nothing to do outside. Mm-hmm. You don't have the, you know, the expensive luxuries that you once had. So it's like, you're, you're, it's the same fight, yep. just on different hands. Yeah. remember that
1: grass is always, you know, may not be as green as you think it is. And, but this is the balance, right? And these are the things that we're not going to, I don't know what the answer is for you, no. right? I'm just going to tell you what I've think through. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the next option I want you to do is assess your job opportunities because you've given us a wild range of it's either I stay in this job or I take this other job that is 20% of the current job. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you have built up some amazing skills at your current job like you have a great job yeah it clearly. sounds like you're in sales clearly. so you're clearly doing something right I don't understand why it's either this like sounds like kind of an entry level job or this one yeah we can there, there's somewhere in the middle that we can fall that maybe you can find happiness 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 in, happiness,
0: <laughs> Hello. happiness in um, that's somewhere in the middle yeah 100% 100% and if it is sales I mean you can take that experience anywhere oh yeah for sure yeah um, but- and I I think it's funny. We talked a little bit about uh, this situation before the podcast, kind of getting our notes ready. And one thing that you said that really stuck out to me was, how are the people who run the company? If you don't want to be like them, then you know that's kind of a forecast of what you're going to kind of turn into. Yeah. You know, you experienced that with your the job that you were referencing when you were younger, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's something so important is seeking the mentorship, right? And so many people think, like, oh, if I get a mentor, they're going to teach me how to live. But what I've learned more from mentors than them teaching me how to be a better whatever I am, it's what I don't want in my life. Because mm-hmm. there's so many mentors who might be really, really good at their job. They make a lot of money. They're the great best marketer or whatever, but they have zero relationship with their kids. Yeah. Or, like, they... Unhealthy. Yeah, I think the worst thing is that you... Come home after working for so long with a pocket full of money to strangers at home. That's horrible, and you see that very often. So sometimes like with a job like that sounds like I don't know what he does for work, but I'm envisioning mm-hmm. what I envision is one of those like kind of like a broker job, or you know, you're working something in finance. There's only so many jobs you can make that much money. Yeah, you
0: double it like that.
1: Yeah. So I'm guessing he's in one of these jobs, and unfortunately, a lot of these guys, they're making a lot of or guys and gals are making a lot of money, but mm-hmm. you know, they're their health is suffering their relationships are suffering all these things so you might be wealthy in one part and unfortunately that's the part that a lot of people go towards is making money because it's quantifiable yes sir i am doing this good quantifiable versus like you can't quantify how good your relationships are no you can somewhat quantify your health but like not really as well
0: you really can't quantify like how much your kids love you like
1: how you're going to be remembered that's a long term yeah
0: like those are long-term investments yeah hundred percent no i hundred percent agree yeah this is a tough situation to be in it is and but this is super tough but i've been here before but this is these are some things i want you to think about
1: jobs like this are a dime a dozen Mm -hmm. and you're thinking about it as it's either this either i stay or i go Mm -hmm. like can we set up a five-year exit strategy can we stay with this like job where like maybe i'm not happy for right now but like i can set myself up to be good for the rest of my life if i kind of grind through it yeah if you'd me saying that though was i don't know if i can make it five more years Then it sounds like we have our answer. Mm -hmm. Like you have to go the opposite way, but know what you're sacrificing to do that. Yeah. And that's okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But I've been here before and I'll tell you, as far as I know, we only have this one life. Yes. Like, so you're young, you have a lot of life to still live after this, Mm -hmm. but like you could get hit by a bus tomorrow. So what are you going to want to remember? And that's something I credit my wife with the most in my life is giving me that ability to both plan for the future While living for today, so that's something that you're gonna have to figure out for yourself. What do you want to do? I've had this job where I've stayed with it. This, this, I'm some coming kind of guessing exact kind of job. Yeah. Um, and I chose to leave it behind, and that was a really tough decision. I remember having the conversation with my boss at the time. He's like, "This is not a job that people live. Like, leave. Leave, Yeah. Like, do you know who we are? I was like, Do you know that I don't need you anymore? Yeah. Because I focused on cutting my expenses down to such a level that I could leave and be okay with that. Mm -hmm. And i've sacrificed having the amazing life where you're constantly getting to like go and travel and do all these things and have all the trappings of wealth and mm-hmm. for having what i believe to be true wealth of having autonomy of my time 100 percent.
0: and it's one of those scary things where you might stay there longer than you need to be just because you're trapped in a place in your own mind mm-hmm. and i think that's really important to think about because you know the pain that you're in it it's, it's, it's in the mind, but it's also like, you're keeping yourself there.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's kind of like the one it's called a, in financial independence, it's called the one more year syndrome. Mm-hmm. So like I have this much money, like I need a million dollars. This is kind of easy. I need a million dollars to, to retire, to, to become myself financially independent, and stop working. Well, you hit that million dollars and you think that the feeling of not enoughness is going to go away. But it's a feeling that is never going to go away unless you start to consciously work on it every single day. Mm. That's why people think like, oh, if I get this, if I hit this magic number in my bank account, mm-hmm. I'm finally going to feel happy. I'm going to feel like the way that I want to feel about myself, the way that I think millionaires feel about themselves. Yeah. And you get there, You're like, oh, wait, I don't feel that way because you've never worked on it. Mm. And now you think, oh, it's because I need $2 million. Hmm. And you get to $2 million. It's because I need feeling. 4 Yeah. It's because I need 16 And this path keeps on keeps on moving and moving and moving and that's something you have to figure out for yourself honestly
0: yeah i think that one of the greatest strategies you can have not strategies but um, skills you can have in your life when it comes to finances knowing when enough is yep. enough yep. you got to know what is enough and you know, i've shared that um that story
1: of alexander the great and diogenes and like do you want to be alexander who conquers the world or do you want to be diogenes who has conquered the need to conquer the world exactly and that's the way I kind of look at it is he conquered himself. Yep, he conquered himself. He doesn't need to continue to seek more No. because he's happy with what he currently has. And yep. whatever that is for you, that's great. Um, you know, it's, it's really just explore that. But I would say from my standpoint, not really knowing anything, but what you do is you have the ability to have your cake and kind of eat it too. Mm-hmm. And that you might have to suffer a little bit longer, but you can set yourself up for a financial dependence very, very young, but we need to get this lifestyle inflation, you know, Basically, you said that you're you've acquired a taste for the finer things yes. in life. Yes. And um, you know if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But you're going to need to make sure you have a job that can sustain that. Or can we tear that tear that down just a little bit? Still have a finer taste for the better things, but not so much that we need to have a half a million
0: dollar job in order to have that. A hundred percent. Always trade offs. Yeah, there's straight ups in everything, Mm -hmm. you know, it's give and take, it's give and take for sure. Yeah, but if this was me, I would probably stay in the job
1: a little bit longer. This is what I did. I, I stayed in the job long enough to reach a level of financial independence that I was comfortable enough taking a step back, making substantially less money to pursue something that I liked, knowing that I came to it from a position of power. And I'll tell you that the job that I found that I did like, I liked it for so long. And then it was like, okay, this isn't lighting me up anymore. So I left again because I had, again, the money to do so. Mm -hmm. And it gave me options to allow me to start this company and start the podcast, do everything that we're doing now, like living the most incredible life because I set myself up at the beginning to be able to do so. Yeah. Um, But I I can even tell you that like, I kind of wish that I would have lived more like then and not save so much. Interesting. So no matter what, we only know the way that, that history did work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we can't We can't go back and change it. You know, we can't, we can't connect the dots looking forward, but we can looking back, yep. you know, and you love your life now. Mm-hmm. Super cool. It's mm-hmm. super awesome. You know, you travel, you have control of your free time, you make great money, you have a wonderful family, you know, and who knows what your life would have looked like if you were too scared to make the jump and take control of your own life. hmm. And I can tell you, it's terrifying.
1: Very terrifying. It's every, everything's scary. And it, even now, it doesn't get easy. Like, it's not always easy. So don't think that, like, once you hit some certain level of financial independence, like, money never becomes an issue and nothing becomes an issue. Because yeah. everyone struggles. Just everyone struggles in different ways. Yes. But I will always say having more money is better than having less money. <laughs> That's that's true it, it just is it just makes things easier it
0: just is yeah
1: so i hope that helps you yep. good luck and if you do want to like actually like talk about it from like a financial standpoint of like how how can i do this mm-hmm. you can always reach out to me uh, chris at Monsonwealth.com. you can always go to Mons Wealth. just google it m-o-n-z-o-n wealth and um you know i'm here for you you know we can just at least have a conversation at first to see if that works um you know we have your contact info you have my contact info definitely
0: with that being said, I think it's time for win of the week. Win of the week. Win of the week. I think uh, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first on this one. Okay, I'm gonna go first. So I've officially moved in. And I've had my first visitors. Chris, you need to come buy some. I food. will make some chicken wings. Make some chicken wings. Yes sir yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, <laughs> uh, also, I got a lawnmower. Mowed the lawn. The huh? lawn's coming in thick. Really? It's coming in thick. And I know you were saying it was spotty, and it the birds is. were getting at it. Listen, those birds were having a beast on those bird seeds or the grass seeds i call them bird seeds that's basically what the it basic is. basically uh, the grass is coming in nice and thick mm-hmm. there's still a little you know a few patches you know how it is yeah um but yeah i mean it's it's coming it's coming in great the house is looking wonderful it's looking like a home okay it's looking like a home not just like did you finally get the couch I, I did get the couch oh nice it's i got i got a different couch okay and you're gonna love this i got it for free cool yep and i got the table for free too kitchen uh, table Facebook Marketplace or yeah nice uh, we looked on Facebook Marketplace but I big shout out to my dad he, uh, he got like a newsletter from like his community and they're like I don't give away these couches and my, so comfy. That's good. My wife and I are looking for
1: a new kitchen table and like some more stuff, and mm-hmm. she's always like, she's bringing me like these. She's like, oh look, this is only two thousand dollars. I'm like, you know we can just go on Facebook Marketplace, and probably find it for free. She's like, I don't want something that someone else uses I'm like, it's not like it's a mattress. Like,
0: yeah, it's, it's not a bad table. Bugs in it. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: like someone's not wiping their butt on their table. Hopefully, no. You're like, oh we can clean no. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> We're gonna put a tablecloth over There's it. There is
0: so much nice stuff on Facebook Marketplace, dude. I've got a lot of nice things. <laughs> it, I can't believe I don't. I can't believe I just don't shop on there more often. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even that, like, like my old cold plugs,
1: the deep freezer. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, after a while, I was like, if you want it for free, you can come have it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like, there's so many. The problem with Facebook Marketplace is there's so many great deals mm-hmm. where I'm like, I could get a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I have to stop myself. Yeah. I I, have to stop myself. I don't look at it. I mean,
1: I turn off all notifications. I don't Smart. look at it unless I'm looking for something that I already need. Yeah. Then I will Search for it. Smart. But I think if you just go on there, like, what kind of deals? Then you're gonna start buying stuff that you don't really need.
0: Exactly. You're just collecting garbage. And then you're gonna have to have a, a minimalism party like I do every year and just get rid of a bunch of shit. Exactly, exactly. What's your win of the week?
1: My win of the week is kind of cool.
0: Okay. So, as you know,
1: this is our year of travel before we have kids and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But my wife, so our travel officially ends in June. June is the last trip where we're gonna be going to Saloon. Mm-hmm. And my wife, love her to death, she's like, I want a fall trip so I have something to look forward to. I'm like, we're going to Kenya in like 2025. She's like, I want a fall trip. So I'm like, okay, whatever you want, dude. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so she's like, I want to go to New York. Never been to New York. And I was like, okay, yes. I've never been to New York actually either. Really? No, no. I've never. I've only been to the East Coast. Um, we, we've done so much more traveling outside of the country yeah. that we have in the yeah. country. I've only been to um, Virginia, I think it was. We ran the Marine Corps Marathon.
0: Oh, that's cool. You ran it with my dad. That's
1: cool. that's oh, that's cool. cool. That's very cool. Um, but yeah, so we booked New York. Yeah, and as you guys know, really big into credit card hacking, so we actually were able to book the Grand Hyatt in New York, right across from Central Park. Nice. So very nice hotel. Uh, we booked it in October for four nights. We were able to get a suite. Now, looking at this suite, it is would have been fifty seven hundred dollars had we paid up straight, like just paid cash. Oh, but we were able to get this whole thing for free. the The entire room was free with only two credit cards that both got us like 130,000 points each. We transferred them to Hyatt. We're able to basically, all the fees, everything was paid for in that. So two credit cards, so $200, plus the minimum spends, which we're already gonna spend, Mm -hmm. all that for free. Flights there are 450 a person. Since we have Southwest Companion Pass, we paid half of that. So for what would normally cost $6,600, we paid 450 bucks for. Plus the two annual fees, I'll give you that, 650 bucks. So, we basically pay ten percent of what we would have paid. That's impressive.
0: Mm-hmm. That's freaking awesome.
1: Yep. That's sweet. so Southwest
0: Companion Pass
1: plus two other business mm-hmm. credit cards to get the other points, and there were Chase card. I think one was a Chase, one was American Freedom, American Platinum. Dang. So, with that being said, I know that so many people like they don't understand the credit card points, and when I talk about yeah. it, everyone's like, that, "That that sounds like magic, and that sounds like a scam." And I, I know it sounds like a scam because I thought it was a scam too, but I'm. 100%, it is not a scam. It works. As long as you have good credit card habits, you kind of understand the game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We should do a podcast on
1: that. That's what I'm announcing. Perfect. Next week, our, on, our second podcast was all about it, but we're going to redo the podcast with our better audio, our better background, our better podcasting skills, as it were. True. So next week, we will be redoing the credit card one with all the new points, all the new miles, all the new hullabaloo as to what's going on in the points world. And I have another bonus for you. Oh. The Southwest Companion Pass card. Um, I said that if you go back, listen to, I think, episode 19 or something, we talk all about Southwest Companion Pass and how great it is. I said, for the past two years, they have offered the Southwest cards that if you get one card and hit a minimum spend of $4,000 in three months, they give you Southwest Companion Pass for a year, mm-hmm. where typically you have to earn two cards and spend like $8,000 to $10,000. You can get it for a year by signing up for a card that usually costs Right now, seventy dollars. Spending four thousand mm-hmm. dollars, you get companion pass for the rest of this year, basically until like February fifteenth of twenty
0: twenty-five. That's pretty sweet. One
1: card, seventy bucks, four thousand spend. You can fly with your partner or your selected person for free. In- they play fight for free.
0: We're definitely gonna have to talk about it. Yeah, and I'm excited. I'm excited for Monday's pod. I gotta say. You've never heard anybody say this. It's Friday, but let's skip to Monday. <laughs> yeah, let's get to I don't want the weekend. I don't want the weekend. Let's get right to freaking Monday. We got to go. We got to figure out these hacks. Okay? So I'm going to teach you all the strategies,
1: all the stuff, and we're going to teach you exactly how it me and my wife are able to go on like seven or eight trips this year for a fraction of the cost that it would normally cost yep. due to credit card hacking. And with that being said, I think we should close it out. So yes. thank you guys so much for joining us here on Fire Friday Feedback. I hope that you guys remember the concept of the money date and to make sure that you remember that it is a positive thing. We guys are talking about your wealthy life together and what you envision for yourself and how we're going to get there together. So make sure you keep it positive. Keep it fi. Keep it fun absolutely
0: and don't forget the fee for the show what is that fee again do you have your credit card ready yeah i need that to travel 599 no i'm just kidding (laughs) the fee for the show is telling a friend or family member or even a significant other that would be really good or just tell the stranger that you're a stranger if you're listening
1: to us in line at the stores back hey sir have you heard about the fine guys because you should
0: (laughs) exactly there you go dues paid but um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for today's episode. That is it. So guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for writing in, viewer, for Five Friday Feedback.
1: We hope we're helpful for you guys too. If you want to get featured on Five Friday Feedback, please go to thefiguys.com. Um, inside there, there's a contact us for Five Friday Feedback. Write anything you want inside there. The more specific you are, the more specific I can be in actually answering your question. Um, and you guys do not have to come up with a rhyme. We'll come up with a rhyme. <laughs> if you want to try a rhyme though, Throw it at us. If yeah. it's great, I'll use it. If it's trash, sorry, I'll come up with a
0: better <laughs> one. Um, but yeah, yeah, I love the rhymes. Yeah, I, like I love them him so much. Some uh, of them have been real rhymes from the from the from the viewers. Even better, even better. We should like make a wall of rhymes. Yeah. Top ten rhymes of twenty twenty four. Yeah, we'll do that. I love that. But yeah, with that being said, we'll see you guys later. Peace.
1: This video podcast is sponsored by Monzon Wealth. The content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered financial advice. We do not endorse specific products or services. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The
0: opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests, not the podcast sponsor. It is crucial to consult with a qualified financial advisor or professional who can provide advice tailored to your specific needs before making any financial decisions, investments, or taking any other actions. If you are seeking specified help, you can reach out to Chris at monzonwealth.com.